Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. I am your poorly curated museum director, tour guide of the day, Lily. Hi, how you doing? That's me. It's been a doozy of a week, you guys. I mean, the world is in a shambles. Everything is so horrible right now. This episode's a few days late. We won't get into why. Personally, I blame my period. And um, I'm getting yelled at a lot by my producer, Jan, because again, the episode is many, many days late. No, it's two days late. It's two days late. But you know, who's counting? My producer, Jan is. Hi, welcome to this week's episode. Let's jump right in. I don't know how your week has been, meaning this past week, because you're listening to this in the middle of the next week. But the last 10 days for me have have been so incredibly jarring as just a human on this planet that it, uh, my, my brain is a little bit fried. I will say I have just on a personal note, just letting everybody know, because I feel like you, you write in and ask. So I'm going to be honest with you. You know, when you're coming out of a breakup, and you're over the hump of like, it's fresh, I want to message you. And you're over that like mountain. And you're into the, I still think about that person, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to pursue them. I, I'm not wishing they would turn up at my door because it's it's a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. And you just feel calmer and better and just, just more grounded. I have that. I have that for the first time this year. And it's iconic. It's amazing. It's incredible. So if anyone there out there listening to this is going through a breakup, one, please call into the hotline. I have not received any hotline calls yet. And I realize it's because as Jim pointed out to me, Lily, you didn't publicize it and you forgot to say, put it in the notes of last week's show because I was left to do that by myself and I am not a professional. Call into the hotline. The number is 626-885-4940. You don't you don't speak to anyone. You call in, you leave a voicemail, and then I will play the voicemail on the podcast and we will discuss. You can stay completely anonymous. In fact, if you use your name, I'll bleep it out unless you like say you don't want me to, but like it completely anonymous. Let me know what's going on. Let me know what's going on. Red flag hotline. Let me know what's going on. Honestly, it can be any color flag, but I'm calling it the red flag hotline. So call on in. Call on in. In. I need to hear what is going on with you because if we make this podcast all about my dating situationships, you guys, it's too much. It's too much just for me to carry it. You need to start doing your part, okay? <laughs> this podcast is free. You need to start doing your part and let me know what's going on with you. Mind you, you've been emailing in, which I appreciate, and I do have a great red flag situation for today, but please call in. I want to hear the drama. Okay. I want to hear it from you. I need to know what's going on. Okay. Moving swiftly on because if there's anything we are in this life, it's a Swifty. <laughs> See what I did there. Okay. I'm going to talk about a, po- I've never really posted anything controversial. Um, mainly because I feel like I've been controversial from the start, like just as a person, because I'm very blunt and outspoken. Um, But yesterday, I feel like I posted something that people like started arguing with me about online. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. People, people don't actually 
love women that much uh, sometimes because a bunch of men ended up in my comment section and my demographic is not men, babes. It's just not men. It's mainly women. It's mainly women. I have like, I think 11% men, but the rest are, are, are women. And I just all of a sudden ended up on like male TikTok. Like I ended up on their FYPs and I was like, what is this? I posted a video about an experience I had in an Uber and I wasn't talking about my experience in the Uber. I was talking about how you need to have a fake identity, a fake alias for in a not like dangerous situation, but you can tell the vibes are off situation. Don't give out your real information. You need to have a fake identity. You need to have a fake identity because we don't need a stalker getting the upper hand. So I told the story about how this is my fake identity. Her name is Haley. This is this this is what her parents do. Her husband is waiting for her. She has these, you know, ferocious dogs that are waiting outside with her husband who's tracking her move. Like this whole thing. And the amount of people who commented on that video who were men was disturbing. They're like, this is insane. You're unstable. What are you talking about? You're a liar. You know what's really funny? I have this one. Uh, he, he follows me. Actually, I can't assume their gender because the profile picture is an animal. So I can't assume the gender of this. And their the profile name is like, I, I can't assume the gender. I, I know in my gut it's a man. This person follows me and does nothing. Every single video I post, horrible hate comments. And I just let them rock. Because a part of me is like, if I block them, I'm worried for their mental health. Because I don't want them to be putting that hatred elsewhere. I can take it. I don't want them to spread it to someone who can't take it. Because, you know, it's just it's, it's a mental health thing. And every time he comments, I just respond with the most confusing Taylor Swift lyrics. Like the other day, he posted something saying, like, I was a simp, which I actually don't know what that means. I should Google that. And then he was post he posted another comment where he was like, you just want men for their money. You're a three. You could never get a guy to pay for you. All these, all these things on a comedy skit on a comedy skit I was like it's a joke it's a joke it's a skit like I'm playing a character what are you doing and so I just responded with stop you're losing me oh can we also talk about that for a moment if you haven't listened to the I want to say essentially unreleased song in a lot of ways from Dr. Taylor Swift called stop you're losing me Stop this podcast, go on to YouTube and listen to it. You can't listen to it on a streaming platform, streaming platform. Is that right? No, uh, a music streaming platform. You can't listen to it on anything because it was on a, <clears throat> sorry, I'm choking to death today. Apparently it was on a CD. It's, I think I believe an extra track on the Midnight's album and you can only listen to it if you got that CD. People tried uploading it. It gets it got taken down quite a bit. Um, so you can only really listen to it if you find it on YouTube if it hasn't been taken down. And it, it constantly being uploaded. So you can find it and listen to it. It is one of her best... It is one of her best lyrically written songs, in my opinion. Just in terms of it being so relatable and so lyrically well done. And I Will Die on That Bridge... When that song, and she will eventually put it on streaming platforms. She does. She does that. Eventually, it'll. I'll be able to put listen to it on Apple Music or Spotify. When she does, be prepared for this podcast to be nothing but forty straight minutes of me just singing it over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. I will, and I, I will have no shame, and that will be what's happening. So I responded to this man's comment, 
back to the point of stop your losing me. And then he responded with, no, you've lost me. (laughs) And I died. At this point, I actually feel rather emotionally attached to this hater. But I obviously they're a hater, so I won't develop an unhealthy relationship with them like I do with all my ex-boyfriends. But I'm just saying I I'm not going to get rid of him purely because he is so consistent and that's rare in a man. And um, while I don't condone anything he's doing, I would rather him direct it towards me than a bunch of other people. And it, it could be true. It could be true that he's already doing it to other people. But I feel like if I block him, he's so consistent on my account. I feel like I'm just taking up that bit of time he would spend hating on someone else. And I can take it. So I'm going to I'm going to let him rock. Um, I'm going to let him rock. And and honestly, telling him Taylor Swift lyrics and just taking up the haters time is actually pretty rewarding for me just on a personal level. So I'm going to tell you about the creepy Uber story that I didn't go into on my when I posted the video the other day. Basically, what happened was I it actually went very sideways and I didn't talk about this in the story I posted. So I was in an Uber. The Uber driver immediately was giving me bad vibes within the first like 120 seconds. And any woman, any woman who gets in Ubers consistently by themselves, especially if you're doing them in the evening or nighttime, which I am for work, then you know you're always on. You're always on the defense. You're always on high alert, high alert. It's, you know, like a maximum security prison. Like you're always on lockdown, lockdown. Anyone ask me my relationship status, it's always lockdown. Anyone ask me my status as a human, as a woman, lockdown. I have to be, you know, I have to be on lockdown. It's a self-defense thing. So I was in this Uber. His name was Steve. He drove a blue Honda, right? Blue Honda. I feel like I'm saying that right. I don't know why my brain is not working. He drove a blue Honda. He, hold on. He basic, sorry, pause. Sorry, you guys. I'm going to be really honest. I'm pausing the podcast right now because I have incredibly, incredibly bad back pain. And it's killing me to sit in this position and talk into the microphone. If I could do this from bed, I 100% would. In fact, I've seen some podcasters do that. I just don't have a pretty enough bed for it. So anyway, back to the story. I'm in the Uber. I get in, it's 120 seconds into the Uber and he's already asked me, where are you going? What are you doing? And sometimes it's fine because they're just being chill and just talking to you and just being nice. I could tell the way he was asking things was already, it was the interrogative vibe. It it was searching for information vibe. It wasn't the friendly, how, hi, how are you? You know, Midwestern Mike, that's not going to harm a fly. You know, it's not who's married to a woman named Jan and Jan makes jam for a living. And they're just the most sweet human people on the planet. It's not it's not that this was Steve. Steve was a creep. Steve is a creep. And Steve honestly needs to be put in the high maximum security prison just because he's a creep. Anyway, I could tell straight away that this was going to be a situation where I need to stay alert. I need to make sure he goes the right way. I need to make sure, you know, we're not getting too weird. And I within five minutes he had asked me 
What do you do for a living? Where are we going? What did you do today? Who do you live with? Um, what, what kind of job, what kind of work do you do for your job? So immediately, immediately out of the gate, I started lying. The only one thing that I slipped up on was at the start of the ride when I got in and I hadn't a hundred percent clocked the situation. I was so tired. I'd probably been up for like, I'd been up since five and this was now 10 PM at night. I was just wiped out. And so I said, oh, you know, we're headed home. That was my first mistake. And you never, ever tell a driver you're going home. You are never going to a place that you are potentially walking into and nobody is expecting you. Like, no, you're going somewhere. People are waiting for you. And the timing is urgent. Like, you're always going to meet people. People are waiting for you. Always, always, always. And I messed up and I said that. And that's why I was on such high alert because I was like, shit, I said I was going home. So immediately, immediately, I'm like, oh, yes, my husband is waiting for me. Immediately, I was like, he asks me where I'm going. I'd already said home, so I had to stick to that. And I was like, yes, my dad is actually at my house. I'm telling him my dad's name is Peter. Um, I'm telling him my dad was a cop for the last 30 years. And I'm telling him my dad is at my house fixing the sink because my husband just got home from being deployed. He's in the SEAL, he's in a SEAL team. And um, his name... His name is John. He just got back from deployment. So he's actually there uh, taking care of our dogs right now um, and getting settled back in. And my dad's fixing our sink. And my mom works at a high maximum security prison. So she's she's on a shift and she's going to come meet us for dinner after. And then I'm at the same time, he took a wrong turn. And as I'm telling him this, and he took a wrong turn and I was like, Grab. and I do this route like the whole time. And I know the route like the Uber maps tells you to take and so I couldn't see his phone but I knew he'd taken a wrong turn and it was legit the opposite direction I was like red flag so I immediately faked a phone call from my fake husband where he was like where I was like oh you saw I went the wrong direction. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm just in an Uber, babe. Yeah, you're tracking me. Okay, I'll be home soon. And then I'm like, sorry, sorry. My husband just saw that you went the wrong direction. I just want to check you know where you're going and that the app is working. And he was like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I took the wrong turn. I'm turning around now. And I like pretended to stay on the phone as he turned around. I was like, okay, great. And I was like, okay, he turned around. And I go, oh, you're tracking me? Okay, okay, perfect. So you'll be outside when I get home? Perfect, amazing. Okay, love you, bye. I did that. He, we get back on track. We're going the right way home. And he takes another wrong turn 10 minutes later. And keep in mind, he is asking me all these questions. Like, how old are you? You know, where did you go to school? Like all these things. And he's getting, he's asking me some weird personal questions. Like, what do you like in a man? And that's why I was like, this is weird. Like, I was like, this is, this isn't normal. Sometimes I'll get Uber drivers that are just really fascinated and interested in people. And I'm happy to talk to them. Again, I never tell those people the truth either. I it, No one ever told women, like, no, go ahead and lie. Because unfortunately, you can't trust the male population not to harm you. Just historically, statistically, <laughs> genetically, like, sorry. We, I can't fix them overnight. But what I can tell you to do right now is lie your ass off in any given situation. Anyone who ever told women, you know, you need to be honest. You need, no. 
No. Hot take. Um, we actually are allowed to lie about every tiny detail of our lives. We are allowed to lie about everything. Why? Because it's going to keep us alive. The lie keeps us alive. All right. And if that is the one thing we can do to stay alive in a situation, that's the one thing we will do. You are never going to know the details of my personal life because you are a potential threat. And it's so sad that that is the reality. I wish it wasn't so. But guess what? We don't talk about the fact that it is okay to lie. The thing nobody told you today, folks, is as a woman, lie, 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 lie. You need to be lying. You need to be lying your ass off. You need to have an alibi prepared. An alibi? No, that's wrong. An, an alias prepared. You need to have a menacing, scary, weird backstory that is just the most unattractive thing to a kidnapper. You just do. And that's just the truth. So anyway, I start to panic a little bit because I was like, oh God, is this a 911 situation? The thing we also never talk about is that there are so many situations where it's the middle ground. We can't call the police because it's not a police worthy situation. They can't do anything like maybe him taking two wrong terms and giving me creepy vibes is not police worthy. It's not, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. And if I call them, I can't call them and get on the phone with them while I'm in the Uber. The only thing I can do is silently call them And just let it and let them listen to my weird conversation with an Uber driver. They're going to think it's a butt dial. I so this is why I think it's important that we talk about this. I always share the second I get a bad vibe. I share the ride. So in the Uber app, uh, if you're using Uber and I kind of exclusively do, you can click share ride. So it can share and you can have designated people. So it's like two clicks. So I shared it with my friend, but unfortunately she was out of town. So like the only thing that was going to notify her of like where I was, but at least she, if I went missing, she would have that information. So that was really all I was able to do. I wasn't able to text anyone. I wasn't able to do any of that because he kept looking at me. And at one point he asked me like, who are you texting? And I had to keep being like, oh, it was my, it's my husband. He's tracking me. Sorry. He wants to know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Another thing that I will say is very important that we don't talk about is As a woman, do you want to know what are the best ways to deter a man? Just keep talking. And I mean, make up a bunch of crap, act crazy, act weird, act bizarre. I started talking about the fact that I felt like the forestry industry should be doing more for the children who were homeless. Like I went off on this, made no sense, like the, the, made no sense fucking sense whatsoever I went off because he started asking me questions that were like what do you look for in a man blah 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 and I was like oh yeah and you know what you know what's messed up about the world the forestry industry how they don't support (laughs) I just went off on it I started talking about my fake dog's diarrhea at one point too he freaked me out when he said something along the lines of, it doesn't sound like your husband can fulfill you. And that's when I, I was like, oh, the world these days, you never know. Because you never want to antagonize or patronize. You never want to actually disagree with them. Changing of the subject and talking is your biggest asset. Because what's going to happen is a man can't really think that clearly if I'm going, bah, 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 and I tend to be pretty loud. So it's it's pretty intimidating in in a lot of ways. So... I also said he asked me what I did for a living and I said I worked for the government. I didn't say which government. I didn't say what what country. Um, I didn't say anything. 
uh, I just said I work for the government and he asked me what it was and I said I'm sorry it's classified and then I like went off on a tangent about NDAs and all these things like it made no sense I was just spewing the most absolute dramatic thing this is where it went wrong okay he asked me um oh you work for the government does that mean you work for an agency and I said I'm really sorry I can't talk about it and I padded it with a bunch of you know nonsense that I was saying and then he said oh wait does that mean you're packing? Now, I'm not going to tell you what, well, I guess I can because it's a podcast. So I guess packing means you have a firearm on you. Okay. I didn't, oh, something just fell. I, I didn't know that. I don't know if that's necessarily a strictly American term. Um, I've never heard that before. So when he said, are you packing? And one of my previous sentences had been talking about how, um, I was moving. Like I didn't want him to think the address we were going to was the address I was going to stay at. I was like, my husband and I am moving because, because of his job and all this stuff. And then I, we got onto the government topic and then he said, so are you packing? I said, uh, yeah, right now I am. Um, and I said, so is my husband. That's why he's at home right now. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Also, who phrases it like that? I didn't know what that meant. When I tell you he shut up so fast and it was the most bizarre thing to me. And I didn't want to tell the story on the internet, like on TikTok, because I was like, I, I don't want that controversy to come into this. I don't, I don't need, I don't need that. But I could tell it on here because I feel like the, uh, the story is way more understood because I can get into it. I had no clue, no clue what that meant. And I came home and I should back up. Sorry. I, the second I said it and he, he looked at me in the rear view mirror, like I was terrifying. And I was like, what? I don't know what's wrong. Okay, sure. I was like, all right, whatever. And I just kept talking because again, the theory behind it is if I'm talking, you're not thinking about ways to murder me. So that's perfect. I had him drop me off like two houses ahead of where I was going. And uh, I was like, no, you can let me out here. My husband's just down the block without dogs and, and they get pretty vicious and I don't want, I don't want them to like come to the car when they see me. Cause they're going to run at me. He was like, Oh, okay. 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 And then I'd got out and he sped off, sped off. I, don't understand how I wasn't aware of this term. I mean, I guess I do. I'm Australian. If you didn't know this, if this is your first time listening, welcome. You've, you've picked the right episode. I went home and Googled it just because I was like, there was 10 minutes left in the trip and he just went so silent and he like re-asked the question a couple. I was like, so I'm laying there in bed and I Google it that night. And yeah, it, it means you're, you're, you're carrying a firearm. And I obviously am not, never have. I don't know anything about them. I grew up in Australia. We don't have firearms there. Like I, I have no knowledge, never seen one in person, never touched one. Unless it was a prop on set, I have never seen one. And I was like, <laughs> immediately texted my best friend and I was like, I'm pretty sure I just told my Uber driver <laughs> I had a you know what on me and I it worked it worked I didn't intentionally do it obviously never used those words but it it, it yeah that that is what happened 
So anyway, I don't obviously do not go around doing that. I don't, I don't, I don't recommend that, but they did get rid of him very fast. He got very scared very suddenly. And obviously, yeah. And I reported him to Uber and, and all the necessarily things, necessary things that had to be done. But yeah, that, that's what happened to me. So all I have to say is if you were a woman or anyone who you feel like could it be at any position to be vulnerable, you need to have a backup or an alias or some type of situation. You just do. You just do. And my, you know, recently back from deployed Navy SEAL husband, my cop father and my prison guard of a mother were all waiting for me at home without two ferocious dogs. And when I tell you it worked, it worked. I mean, it did, obviously, I think it helped that I clearly I had no clue what I was saying and said I was packing. It still helped. The whole thing, the whole story, the alias paid off. That man walked away not knowing one single thing about who I really am. And that's what you need. That is the goal. We're lying to live. And that's all I have to say on that. And that brings me to this week's The Thing Nobody Told You You Need This Week. This is a section of the podcast where I'm going to pick a product every week and it's the thing you need. This is not at this point in time a sponsored section of the podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe at one point it will be, but I will always be very transparent about that. But I want this to be a section of my podcast of, of my relationship with you guys where I can let you know things that have really worked out for me I feel like half the point of of how many people that listen to this and follow me on social media is that I'm we we have a lot in common we're very relatable to each other it's a two-way street and I feel like if something is helpful to me it could be helpful to you again at this current point in time this section of the podcast is not sponsored if it ever becomes sponsored you'll be the first to know I want to let you know about something called birdie okay you might I don't I first became aware of it because I was given it as a gift from a movie I did <laughs> really because it was a horror film and so the director actually gave us all these as essentially a joke but like all the female crew and cast were like this is awesome so I recently my friend was out of town and I was walking her dog and I was like I you know you have to walk a dog late at night and one of the biggest things when you walk a dog I feel like is you have so much crap in your hands like you got to carry the little bags got to carry the leash you have your phone you don't usually take a bag with you so you're kind of carrying a, a few things in your hands sometimes you might have a cup I usually want to take a beverage I usually want to take a poppy soda or some olipop soda I, I any soda I want to take a little sippy sip bubbly bubbly vibe something I'm not I don't drink so it's something non-alcoholic but I usually have that so I got stuff in my hands you know what I mean now the thing is unfortunately I currently am working and living in a city where uh crime exists and scary men exist and it's pretty pretty common my citizen app popping off so anyone who's listening in another country citizen app is an app in the U.S. where basically it just alerts you of all the crime around you as it's happening in real time it's I don't think it's comforting or helpful in a lot of ways, but you know what? At least you're aware. It's a, it's an awareness app. I will give it that. Birdie is a personalized alarm. Okay. So it looks kind of like, it looks kind of like an iPod from back in the day, the thin skinny one. It kind of looks like that. It sits on your keys and then the rectangular shape alarm sits on it. It's very light. I have like three 
because they're on different things. I have one on my purse, I have one on my keys, and I have one on my yoga bag because when I go to yoga, I just take the yoga bag. I don't take my wallet or anything. So I have one on multiple things, so I never have to think about it. It's always in different places. Guys, they're $30. They're $30. And, you know, if you're in the U.S., Black Friday sales, right, because we're coming up on November. So it's around the corner. I'm sure they're going to have a sale then. Who the heck knows? They, I have used them. I have had to use it multiple times. You basically yank on the hoop, the loop, the whoopity-doop, and it sounds the most insane alarm you have ever heard. It will alert everyone around you. And especially because I currently am staying in a place where there's just like a lot of apartment buildings, but it's like an older area. So it's like pre-war buildings. So people are going to hear it. If you live in a big city like New York and LA, people are going to hear it. You don't need to be worried about this needing to be like in a quiet neighborhood thing. No. I've had to use it multiple times. It has scared the shit out of a guy who cornered me. It is a great thing to have. If you have kids going off to college, this is an awesome thing to get them. It really is. You can give them, this is a great, if you're moving into um, a college dorm, you got roommates, give all your roommates one. Have your mom, get your mom's credit card, throw it on. Let's get a bunch of birdies. This is, I just think they're so needed. Like it's not even a gender thing. Like anyone can benefit from this. I don't know. I just feel like this is a good, this has got so many benefits to it. Anyway, it's a birdie personalized alarm. Um, Google it. I'm sure you can find it in a bunch of places. I purchased the, I personally purchased mine off the website and it's amazing. It's spelled B-I-R-D-I-E. You can just Google that and it will come up. It's awesome. Mine's pink. (laughs) All of mine are pink. Anyway, that is my thing you need this week. And I'm just going to, if you have any recommendations on things you think I would enjoy, please send them in. I would love to keep the awareness on the things we need, the things we need. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Moving swiftly on. Okay. I want to get to the buckle up segment. Welcome to the segment I'm going to call buckle up because this person emailed in, (laughs) this person emailed in a doozy of a situation. All right. I'm just going to, I'm just going to read it to you. My best friend had an affair with my boyfriend. It wasn't a proper affair because we had an open relationship. They started going out. I was against it, but my friendship with her declined. Therefore, they started seeing each other after our friendship kind of went in two different ways. However, now I'm pregnant and I said to my fiance, so I guess she either meant she, I'm guessing they're engaged and she just accidentally put boyfriend in the first part of this thing. Um, And I said to my fiance, we need to close our relationship. And he did not seem keen on this. Do you think this means he has real feelings for my ex-best friend? What do you think I should do? Help. I don't know what to do. Well, first of all, if you are engaged, if you're engaged, this is a whole other ballpark, babe. Like you're agreeing to spend your entire life with this person. Don't get me wrong. I believe in divorce. Trust me, believe in divorce. But you never want to get married with the idea that you can fall back on divorce. Then just don't get married. It's such a waste of money. Such a waste of money. And nobody needs to be legally changing their name for that for that little amount of time. That's not worth it. Not that you have to, but most people do. So I'm going to tell you, I don't I don't think this sounds like an environment where we should be considering a marriage. I'm going to start there. Um, I would pause your nuptials. 
I will also say, I don't know what type of friendship you had with this, but at the start of your your message, you call her your best friend. We we switched terms halfway through this email, babe. So I don't I don't quite know where you currently stand with this girl. Oh, actually, you never say that you never say anyone's gender, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna make assumptions and I apologize if they're incorrect. I'm just guessing, okay? I don't know where you stand with this person, but first off, it sounds like they were never a real friend. Um, your best friend would never date your boyfriend, even if it was an open relationship. I mean, I guess, I guess there are just some situ like just dynamics of relationships where, what's it called? Where you're polyamorous and maybe you, your best friend does join that, but I feel like then it's welcomed by both sides and it's, it's a very inclusive thing. I don't feel like it's separated like that. Um, even if you have an open relationship, I just feel like that that's very toxic. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit shocked. <laughs> I did not read this prior fully to, I read like the first part of it. I did not read the whole thing prior to talking about this. I'm a little bit in shock. Honestly, first of all, not sure which way we're sitting on how we feel about being pregnant, but if we're happy about it, congratulations. I would like to tell you that peace out, run away, do you be happy However, if you're questioning what to do, it would tell me that you you care you seriously care for this relationship and they matter to you and you're obviously agreed to marry them. So I'm assuming you're in love with them. I will say to you that, yeah, you need to close your relationship off until you can have a multiple series of con conversations with your fiance about what your future looks like, where you sit on things being open and closed, who that should be allowed with. You need to basically pause. You need to hit the pause button on everything collectively, you and your fiance. But let me tell you the one thing that won't be paused, that baby. Okay. So that is your main conversation you know, steering guide. What is the best thing for you and this baby in this situation? If that's to no longer be in this relationship, then we need to, we need to lock down some, some future child support. And if he's not going to be willing, we got to get ourselves a lawyer. Okay. If we can't get ourselves a lawyer, one will be appointed to you by the state. I don't actually, that's not how that works. Is it? That's only if you get arrested, but I'm just saying, you need to lock down your future in the near, your near future, because this, is, you got a kid coming. You got a kid coming. Like that is so important. Your happiness and safety and that child's happiness and safety are paramount in this situation. I'm not going to lie to you. It kind of sounds like your fiance doesn't care to the level he needs to in the current environment. So you need to say to him, look, buddy, we got to sit down. We got to hit pause. We got to have a series of conversations because one big one, it won't cover everything. There'll be things you don't talk about, things you think of later. You need to let things marinate, feelings marinate. You need to sit down together, agree that everyone else is out right now. They don't matter. There's no communication with them. They're being cut out because you don't need them involved in the decisions surrounding your child and your future with this man and his future with you. These need to be healthy decisions we make. And you can't do that in the current environment. So you need to change your environment. And you both need to work on it together. It's not all on you. I'm sorry you're going through this. I, I am sorry, but I'm going to die on this hill. Your friend sucks. Your friend sucks. Your ex-friend, she sucks. Was her name Stacy or Hannah? She sucks, okay? She's an awful human being in a lot of ways because no one would do this. I mean, maybe if she doesn't know you're pregnant, but she knows you're engaged. And it doesn't sound like you were at any point had given your blessing for them 
So she's not nice. She's not nice. She kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. You need to have a series of conversations with this man. You need to put pause on everything collectively together and work it out. No matter what that ending looks like, you need to both work it out. You need to work it out together. And if he doesn't want to help you with that, if he is not 100% on board with that, then plain and simple, he is not the person for you. And all we need from you is for you to pay child support. Thank you so much. And that is how that works. That is how that works. Let me know how it goes. I want to know how this works out. I saw you with all of my like, red flags and buckle up segments that you write in, please let me know what happens. No one sends in updates these days. I need to know if you ended up together. You've got to tell me. Anyway, that's my buckle up for today. Let me know how it works out, babe. I'm on your side. No matter what, we're here for you. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. I'm going to end it on that note just because I'm really worked up about this and I have a lot of feelings have a lot of feelings. Anyway, I love you guys. I'll see you next week. I promise to be on time next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a review. And if you can't, just hit the subscribe button because that way you'll get notified when the episodes do come out. And if you can't do that, can you at least like give it a rating? Just give it some stars. Like I always say, get feisty in the comment section. Get feisty with your reviews. Disagree with me. Yell at me. Do something. I want to read them. Okay. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Well, I won't see you but you'll hear me next week. Love you. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which gives you a lot of wiggle room. Bye.